or whenever you want to tap into a superpower that will help you and everyone around you live a longer, healthier, happier life, smile. The reason why I wanted to tell you guys that story is because I want to point out a few things about what needs to happen in order for you to move towards your dreams and to change dreams into goals. Because now, I swear to God, guys, <laughs> like if any of you had to live inside my mind, you would think it's stupid, the things that I'm dreaming up. You would think this guy is absolutely insane. He's lost his mind. But I dream huge. And I know that to some other people, it's small. But to me, it's massive. And I'm just, I'm just keep going forward. One of the things that needs to happen is that you need to understand that the soul always knows. If you listen to my story, back when I was in high school, my soul knew. Boom. We made an ad. My soul knew. Told me but I couldn't hear it. Then again, when I was in varsity, my soul knew, it told me, and everybody else around me told me, but I didn't listen. Then again, when I was at Supersport, boom, my soul knew, and everybody around me knew, but I didn't listen, I couldn't hear it. And so your soul is always trying to tell you where your highest self actually is, where your highest self, its lane actually is. But you got to tune into your soul. And the first, ta- the first thing to do in tuning into your soul is to start seeing yourself as a soul. If you see yourself as a human being primarily, first and foremost, you will struggle to appreciate that you are a soul. A human being is fragile. A human being can break if, I, if he trips down the stairs. A human being, um, you know, gets sick and gets weak. A human being is so many things that a soul is not. A human being is living life day by day, trying to survive, trying to not succumb to the dangers of life because it is such a fragile creature a soul does no such thing a soul dances around the earth as if oh wow this is a playground i'm so stoked to be here because souls exist on a plane that is so far away from us but they are brought here to experience life to experience this physical nature And so a soul bounces and it doesn't really care for much of what the body cares about. It doesn't care. It's like, oh, that's an experience. That's an experience. That's an experience. That's an experience. Right? That's what a soul does. So when you can start to see yourself as that, you can start to relate to yourself as that. You'll then be able to hear yourself as that. Once you're able to hear yourself as a soul, I believe you're also able then to reframe the stories in your mind better at least. Because I think you can still do it even when you see yourself as a human being. You'll be able to reframe the stories in your mind better. 
The reason why I'm saying reframe the stories is because everything is a story. Remember, you are a soul, okay? You are a soul. You are just here to experience. Everything that you experience is from your perspective. You are telling yourself a story about that thing. In some philosophical circles, there is no such thing as truth because everything is a perception. You merely perceive things. You tell yourself a story and that story becomes the truth of whatever it is. In the example that I used of my father's uh, uh, failures, and I don't even think they're failures because I don't believe in failures. In my, in my, in my, for my father's story, I did not need the truth. I merely needed to reframe the story to allow my soul to go out there and dance and be about it, right? And so through reframing stories, we are able then to free our souls to do what they want to do, and that is to experience this earth. That's very critical, guys, especially for people that feel as though, you know, um, I need to go and ask my parents for the truth. I need to go and get the truth, the truth. Don't worry about the truth. Just try and reframe a story. And that's why curiosity becomes so critical because it's only through curiosity that you can reframe a story. It is only through understanding a different perspective that you can reframe the story in your mind that may be limiting you from pushing forward beyond dreams to goals. The third thing that I think one needs to do, and this is hard, but it is also critical when you start to see yourself as a soul, is that you need to understand that there is no rush. Particularly for our generation, there is no rush. We want everything now, chief. People want to be traveling overseas now, posting on Instagram now, driving the fancy car now, with the big house now, with the, with the dog now, with the kids now, with the this now, everything now, 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 now. Walk, I relax. As a human being, I can understand why you want everything now because your time is finite. You don't know when you're going to die. So you want to experience these things whilst you still can. Oh my God, I need to experience New York while I still can. Oh my God, I need to get married while I still can. I need to have children while I still can, while I still can, while I still can. But if you are a soul and you are merely experiencing life, you look and you say, Chief, I have been alive for billions of years and I will be alive for billions more. Time is not really a thing. And I understand that as time evolves, so too does life. I will experience things naturally just because time is evolving. So there is no rush. I can take my time with this thing. And if I don't experience New York, if I don't get this thing, and if I don't do this thing, it's okay. It was never meant for me. It was never part of what I was meant to experience here on this earth. And that is okay. Right? So when you understand there is no rush, then you're able to look at your dreams. You can make dreams as big as you want them to be. And you know that you've got all the time in the world to execute on them. But if you make your dreams massive, 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 and you say, I've only got five years to execute on them, wololo, wololo, you're going to kill yourself. That's where people now talk about like work-life balance and all those things. You're going to kill yourself. Okay. So that's the third thing. And then the fourth thing, 
which is the overarching and the last thing actually, and it's the overarching thing that we're talking about here is being present in the fact that you are a soul that was brought to earth to experience life. I don't say the good parts of life. I just said life. All that it has to offer. Every single iota of what it has to offer. You were brought here to experience it. When you view yourself as that, when you view your mission on this planet, on this plane as that, as simple as that, just to experience life, then, mate, you can be present throughout the journey that takes you from point A, which is nowhere, to your dreams. Because every single step there, you are giddy. You're just like, oh my God, we took this step. We took this step. Oh, there's a challenge that comes about you. Oh, fuck that challenge. Ah, okay, I need to figure something out. I know this is a test because this is part of the path on the way to my goals, on the way to my dreams. Okay, cool. I need to figure this out. Everything becomes something that you can take joy in. You can enjoy because it's you are present within the moment, but you are present not as a human that is fragile, that is on a, on a, on a ticker, that is on a timer, sorry. You are a soul that is abundant, that knows that I've got all the time in the world, that is literally just here to experience, that can never die and it can never fail. So once you have these things, and guys, I say them like they're so easy, but they're so difficult, All every single one of them. But they start with seeing yourself as a soul. At least that's what I believe. You got to start seeing yourself as a soul. When you've got that, then all of a sudden, click, click, any dream, anything, 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 anything that you want in this life, you can achieve it. Because you'll give yourself enough time. Because you won't stop. You'll keep going forward regardless of any challenges. Because remember, the challenges are part of the experience. The experience is exactly why you're here on earth. So if you're doing the thing that you're exactly here on earth to do and you're achieving it, which is the experience, aren't you going to be happy even when challenges come? Right? All of these things and the, every story that comes into your life, you're reframing it to help you, to assist you, to just grow, that then makes, that makes, that then takes you from point A all the way through to your dreams. Now, I know I'm telling you guys a story because next, or not next week, but coming up is, you know, the first birthday of my business and operations. And, you know, we're not a business podcast. We talk about relationships here. But I'm going to close off with this. It is the exact same thing in your relationships. The way you see yourself as a soul and how you need to reframe stories and how you need to understand there is no rush and how you need to understand that you need to be present in these things. Take those principles and apply them in your romantic relationships because that's what we talk about here, if, we, if we're being honest. Apply them in your romantic relationships. Start seeing your partner as a soul right? Whose job it is to just grow. That's what they're here to do is just to grow. 
They're not here to spoil you 24-7. They're not here. Those things are human things. Being spoiled, being this, that, and the other thing. All these like desires that we have are very human. The soul is just here to grow. It is here to experience. It's here to just have, have a jaw, but have a jaw in life. If you can see your partner as that, I can guarantee you, you start removing a lot of the expectations you have of them, right? You remove a lot of the expectations that you have of them. If you can reframe the stories in your mind, if you, maybe you guys are in an argument or whatever the case may be, or maybe they did something that you, 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 you perceived as something that was done to you, right? And you're struggling to forgive your partner, reframe the story. Don't look for the truth. The truth is almost irrelevant. Just reframe the story. Find a way for your brain to accept a logical explanation, another logical explanation for what might have happened, for what they might have said, for what they might have not done, for what they might have done. Whatever it is, just reframe it and see how that helps you to maybe see them in a better light and to alleviate you of the stress and the pain that you hold on to. When you understand that there is no rush, that we don't need to achieve X, Y, Z today, tomorrow, and you know we need all of these things to happen right now, that no, dude, we're on a journey together. It's fine. Let's take our time. Let's enjoy this for what it is. I struggle with this, by the way, in romantic relationships. I really, really do. So let me not... Let me not make it seem as if like your boy just applies this easily. No, I struggle with that part, you know, but I'm working on it. Um, but you give yourselves grace when you can understand that there's no rush. Let's be patient with one another, you know, um, that we will figure these things out. But at the same time, what I, what I at least genuinely believe is like you can't also just stay in one place because you, you're saying, I'm going to be patient. Because that is going to come on the backdrop of either you growing or not growing. So long as you're growing, stay. If you're not growing, that's when questions, you need to ask yourself some questions. And then being present in the moment. Well, being present in the moment, guys, like we've spoken about it a million times. But be present as a soul, not as a fragile human being. Be present as... This entity that's there to experience so that every little thing that you guys do together as like as in this relationship becomes joyful because the relationship in and of itself is an experience. And so when you enter into a relationship, you yourself can also enter it knowing that like, oh, I'm getting to experience a relationship again. This is so amazing. Great. I'm so excited. But if you're a human being and you're worried about your heart, you're going to go, oh, I'm entering a relationship again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What if they break my heart? What if they do this? Oh, my God. The last person that I was in a relationship with, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because oh oh you're scared because things need to happen now. And, you know, I'm, I'm scared because I'm fragile. If I fall down the stairs, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? So you need to see yourself as that. And I believe that that's where you're then able to dream together. Dream together, guys. And together, you guys can come up with something that is completely audacious. Something that if you actually had to let people in on what your dreams are, they'd look at you like, you're fucking nuts. But you guys would know, nah, -uh, our relationship 
is pushing there because we know how to turn our dreams into goals and walk the path up until the moment when we achieve them. And no matter what happens at the end, we know that we're going to be taken to exactly where we need to be, not necessarily where we wanted to go. And that's probably the where I'm going to close off this podcast, guys, is that always understand that your dreams, your wildest dreams are literally just a compass. They are not necessarily the final destination. In fact, they never are the final destination, not at least how you see them. And that's because you see them from the human perspective. Your soul sees them from a God perspective. And when you move in faith of God, that's actually who you move in faith with, is yourself, your soul, because it is of God. It comes from the exact same place. Your only job is to pay attention to it and allow it to steer you. Because when you do that, you learn how to also surrender and say, I am just a human. But you, my friend, are billions of years old. You are wise beyond measure. Show me the way. Go ahead. I will just listen to you and go where you need me to go. So yeah, man, that's been the episode of Love and Philosophy. I hope it's been fruitful for you guys. I know that a lot of you are, you know, you've got big dreams for your lives and you want to do things, but you're struggling to unlock something, whatever. I hope that it's been of value to you. And I hope for those of you that are also in relationships that maybe you feel stuck, maybe you don't know, you know, where it is that this relationship is going, you know, um, and whether or not it, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily grow you the way that you want it to grow you. I hope that you listen to this and realize that a relationship, much like yourselves, can also have its own soul where it's pointing you in a direction. Move in that direction. Give it dreams, bro. Give your relationship dreams. Give your relationship the biggest dreams and chase them down relentlessly. Um, and that actually is going to bring us to episode 11 next week, which is something I've spoken about before which was commitment for what? And essentially, like, what are you committing yourselves to? But recently I had a conversation with a friend and I'm starting to believe that settling is not actually such a bad thing. But there's a caveat to that. And that's, are you settling up or are you settling down? We'll get into it in the next episode of Love and Philosophy. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Much love to you. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you guys next week, Wednesday for another episode of the dopest podcast around. Booyakasha, come the selector.